up, gigolos and gigolettes? This is Caleb, founder of Appetizers LLC. Go ahead and check us out at appetizersllc.com. And you are now listening to the 2010 Minutes Podcast. Where the party at? Episode 10, 2010 Minutes. Who would have thought? Not me. I usually give up on things, but didn't give up on this. I am your host, Tim McCarthy, and you are listening to Episode 10 of 20 Tim Minutes. That intro was done by the hilarious Caleb. He is the founder of Appetizers LLC. Like he said, they were created during the COVID-19 pandemic, which we're still going through, to help out local restaurants and small businesses stay alive. They are with Android and the Apple app or Apple iOS. I don't know what they're calling. They call everything different now. Like I thought it was still Apple iTunes, but now it's just called podcast. Like where you listen to your podcast app, podcast. It's like, oh, okay, thanks. Caleb, I uh, I met through a mutual friend that I went to college with, and uh, he is absolutely hysterical. Like those people that don't even try being funny end up being like the funniest. Like I try to be funny. And some people find me funny. Some people don't. And if you don't, why are you listening? But I'm glad he took a try. I've uh, He's always just smiling. And uh, he's always just, just making me laugh uncontrollably. Me and him share a interest. Oh, we did. But we're like kind of ironically liking it still, but not really. Is the Insane Clown Posse. Hence his intro. Like we were legit planning to go to the Gathering of the Juggalos this year. But obviously COVID. And uh, I feel like if we went to that, it would have been absolutely hysterical because even those concerts like bring in like good acts and i'm pretty bummed we didn't get to make it but thank you caleb for that introduction again appetizers llc please forward that information to your favorite restaurant that may or may not be struggling because they might need a nap everyone needs a nap obviously i had a big announcement i was going to wait for the end of the episode but here it is why did i have caleb do that intro he does restaurants What does that have to do with me? I'm opening up a restaurant. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't be able to handle that. 2010 Minutes, the app is coming out. I thought it would be ready by now, but I messed up thinking thinking it would be ready. But I'm not good at getting things done on time. Like I submitted it, but Apple, they have us by the balls, by everything. Like why can't they just make it easy on us? But let me tell you a little bit about it. 2010 Minutes Podcast, you can get everything you need on there. You can listen right on the app. You can turn your notifications on so I can annoy you at all times of the day. You can send me messages, say hello, find out where I'm at. I can send you personalized videos. I'll hopefully have a merch store up with uh, my stickers, my t-shirts, my bandanas. I'm not selling bandanas, but I might make one for myself and wear it during the podcast and sell it for like half a mil because it would go. Super excited about that. I feel like not many podcasts have uh, have their own app. I know like the Sword and Scale podcast does. They're like uh, the number one true crimes podcast. Those true crimes podcasts are all over the place. Like I'm on Twitter, like becoming friends with all these apps. Nothing against them. They're probably phenomenal. But like true crime podcasts aren't for me. I just can't deal with that type of stuff anymore. Like Lindsay's watching this documentary on this absolute psychopath of a killer. And I had to get up and leave. I'm like, I don't need this in my life right now. But like, how many crimes are left? What else do we have to talk about? Did we solve the John Bonet Ramsey story yet? Everyone's like, it was her brother. But was it? Why is he not arrested? What is going on? Why is there another special 
about John Benet Ramsey on Hulu. I saw it and I go, this isn't figured out yet. They figure out everything else, but they can't figure out John Benet Ramsey. What was the fascination with her? Like, what was she in? Like, was she like a, like a, what was her name? Shirley Temple? Was she going to play Shirley Temple in a documentary? I have no idea. Let's, let's solve this case. There's so many true crimes podcasts, but um, I just can't get into them. I can't get into the shows. I'm going to get into that podcast. They should make a zoo podcast. I'd get onto that. Like we go over one animal a week and we like describe them and like reference them to certain things. Like what type of celebrity would be an alligator? I don't know, but we would figure it out. Is there any zoo podcast out there? Let me know if there's a zoo podcast. I want to get on that and say hello. I was also thinking about this with giraffes. Their their necks must get itchy, right? They get like those flies and mosquitoes or whatever else they're in, wherever they live. I just thought they lived in zoos. But I got to feed one one year. And you go up with like a bucket full of stuff or whatever they eat. I don't know. I got to pay attention more. This zoo podcast is going nowhere fast. And they were like, don't pet them. You cannot touch them whatsoever. I'm like, why? They're just going to lick my hand or do something different. I can't pet them? Like, how do you know they don't enjoy that? If I gave him a little scratch on the side of the neck, his little feet would like do like that dog thing when they get excited. Like, come on, let me just pet a giraffe. My favorite animal, if you don't know this, is a koala bear. I love koala bears. They got everything going on. They're super lazy. They hang in trees. They're wicked slow. I think they have chlamydia. Don't know why. Kind of weird. I guess they're low-key aggressive, which I don't see. I want to go to Australia so bad and pay any amount of money to hold them. I think they got a koala somewhere local. And I was, I, I legit emailed, oh no, it was in like some zoo in like South Carolina, I think. And I was, I emailed them. I was like, if I come down and make like a $200 donation, can I hold that koala bear? And they were like, no. And I was like, okay, thanks anyway. Hopefully you have a good day, but I'm not going to donate anymore. But I don't know if you can hold those things anymore. That would, uh, that would like make my dreams come true. So my birthday was this past Saturday. Had a great time. Lindsay got me that sweet sweatshirt. If you uh, if you don't know what it looks like, go to my Instagram, 2010 minutes. Go like it. Let's have a chat about it. She also got me this pretty sweet shirt from this like metal metal type music website. It's like a play on words or like uh, making fun of certain things. Like they have a man eater shirt, Hall and Oats, but it's like an actual monster like eating men. So she got me the Tom Jones one, and it has like the Motorhead cat, and it says "What's new, Pussycat?" and on the back it says "Whoa, whoa." Tom Jones, got rocks. Then she also got me my 2010 Minutes poster. That was an early gift. I hung it up on the wall, but it fell because uh, I used those like sticky hooks. And it lasted the whole episode. Then I came up here the day after that on the ground. I was like, awesome. I don't, I'm not handy whatsoever. I got to put those things up because I was drilling holes in the wall. That wasn't working either. I had a great birthday, laid low, didn't want to do much, couldn't do much. So I had my mom, my brother... And my uh, sister-in-law come over. Sister-in-law? Yeah, that's what it's called. My brother's wife. We were going over that. Like, cousins once removed, second cousin. Doesn't line up. I don't know anything about that. Very confusing. So they came over. We played some games. It got aggressive. Played Family Feud and uh, Rummy 500. It's usually just me yelling at Lindsay, yelling at my mom, Bill laughing, my brother, and then Rachel just 
looking around, not knowing what's going on. Cause she's like, why did I marry into this family? I was like look, looking to my birthday and I was like, I'm, I'm probably going to be bummed about it, but you know what? I took it all in. Everyone uh, wished me happy birthday, wrote it on my Facebook and I went through it all. And, um, I liked everyone's things and I write right back to them because if you're going to take the time out of your day to wish me happy birthday, I'm going to reply back. I'm not one of those Facebook people that does the generalization post. That's like, Hey everybody, thanks for the birthday presents. Thanks for the birthday shout outs. Like, how about you just reply? But I also have all the time in the world because I love the internet and being on it. And I had a great time. So thank you to everybody that reached out to me. So I hyped this episode up because everybody loves this story. And I treated this thing like a Netflix documentary. I had to reach out to like all these people that were involved. And I like, they told me so many different points of the story that I do not remember. And I've never heard before. So let's kick this one off. 18 years old, senior in high school, people are going over their senior trip and where they want to go. There was two places people were going, Montreal and the Bahamas. The drug kids went to Montreal, so I was like, definitely not going there. Bahamas, chicks, sun, booze, babes. Just kidding. But at 18, I probably thought like that. So I was like, go in the Bahamas, guy. Like, I don't want to go to Montreal. This is whack. So before I start with more information, I never drank until I went to the Bahamas because the legal drinking age is 18. And I'm such a rule follower. I don't break or bend the rules. I follow them because you never get in trouble. I was never arrested or brought home by the cops in high school. That was the type of guy I was. And also the type of guy I was in high school, it was I just wanted to get along with everybody, no matter what what group you were in. I just always liked having the peace. So I wasn't the most popular guy, but I always wanted to be everyone's friend. So I just didn't like when people didn't like each other. I was like, come on guys, let's let's all have fun. Everyone's like, shut the fuck up, Tim. I've gotten a lot of those, the shut the fuck up, Tim. Intentionally and unintentionally, I like it. So we go down there and I'm having a blast. I'm like, this is so fun. Like you with all these kids you went to high school with you're like this is gonna be the last time we're together and it kind of was there was this party i really wanted to go to i was like talking about it before i got down there because you read like a brochure or whatever and it's like foam potty big foam potty they're just throwing foam in the club playing music and i'm like this i'm like at the time like this is the coolest thing but now i'm like i want to go back in time and just kick the shit out of me i would kick the shit out of me if i went back in time i'm like super tough now and he was like, not super tough. The things I would tell that guy, I'd like, dude, give it up. So it's probably like day three or four of being down there, having a bunch of laughs. So I'm going to use first names. Uh, so don't put two and two together if you know these people. But you know what? I'm not going to say last name. So give him a shout. So I was walking with my friend Bridget. And we heard the bar next door. We're giving out free shots. And we're like, no way. We go there. Sure enough, they're taking shots. And I was like, this is crazy. So me and her were just crushing shots left and right. It was probably like not even booze. It was probably like the stuff you mixed it. Blue carousel? Caraco? I don't even know how to say that word. And we we do that thing. So that place was like promoting their thing that night. I think you had to pay to get in, but it was like all free drinks. So we're going back to the hotel and she's like asking me questions. She's like, oh, you sharing a room with like, I forget, I, I 
Porto Paul. Oh, Porto. And uh, my friend's half Puerto Rican, half Greek, so we call him Porto. And she's like, oh, you, you sharing a room with Porto? And I was like, who's sleeping on the floor? She's like, no, no. So like, I, not a, not a good start for me right there. I was uh, speaking a different language by then. So I don't know how much time from point A to point B happened when we went back to that bar. But I vaguely remember this. And this is almost one of the last things I remember. And this is going to be like a Tarantino movie, by the way. So we go back to the bar. We pay X amount of dollars to go in there. It's packed. The lines are long. Your boy doesn't like, like waiting in lines. I will do anything I can to not wait in a line. I will like I would pay somebody on Black Friday to wait for me, but I'm also not a psychopath to go to uh, Black Friday. I've never done the Black Friday thing. I would never. I commend people that do it. You're a crazy person, but I like crazy. Not that crazy. So I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pay the bartender a huge tip. And a huge tip to me at the time was 20 bucks. It was probably a big one to him too because he let me cut the line every time he saw me. One of the best moves I could have done in my life. I still talk about it, talking about it right now. He lets me go behind the bar and make my own drinks. Don't even know how to make my own drinks. The drink of choice down there was a Bahama Mama. And to this day, I can't even smell one of those. If you put one of those under my nose, I will instantly throw up. So I think there was like, some dance competition with like girls going on stage. Because this is where it gets foggy for me. My last memory from drinking was going into the bathroom with my friend Chenzo. Staring at the wall. Peeing next to him because you can't look over. That's, that's weird. You can't look down. You got to keep an eye straight. Don't know what I said to him. Don't know what he said to me. And all of a sudden, I wake up in my hotel room with my arm getting sucked down the toilet. What happened? I don't know. I had to be filled in the next day. So let's take a step back in part two of the story. Or whatever chronological thing Tarantino does. No feet involved, because he's a weird feet guy. So I guess at this point, this is where, I, again, I don't remember anything. I come out of the bathroom. My buddy Jimmy tells me, I slip and fall like I hit a banana peel, which I could have. Someone could have thrown a banana peel under me. I slip, land right on my back. Might have had a concussion, and that's where I started to get bad. I, they saw me blacking out, and I was just not making sense. I looked like I was going to get sick. I think I threw up on myself at that point. They tried to get help from somebody. I don't know who, the cops, whoever. And they were like, we can't help you right now. Some kid got shot. Don't remember that story whatsoever. I guess some taxi driver just shot some kid and they were dealing with that. And I think he was from the States. So they couldn't help me. So they bring me back to the hotel. I'm like screaming, yelling, not making any sense. So the concierge guy, I guess, sees me and he's like shaking me like a madman. He like picks me up like a toddler, I guess. I don't know if you put me in a baby Bjorn or what, but I'm getting ragdolled by some some probably huge guy. He gets me into the room. He picks me up, shakes me more, throws me on the bed and goes, uh, and as he looks at everybody, he goes, your friend done shit himself. Oh my God. Don't remember that. So I wake up in the hand in the toilet. Okay. So again, from when I slip to your friend done shit himself, blacked out. I wake up in the toilet, 
my friends are there. I think we have like the kids, the the kids that are just like getting really fucked up. Like I think they were doing like drug drugs, and like one kid got sold weed, and it was like sticks from the tree and like grass from the ground. This is the type of stuff I'm doing. But then my buddy Chenzo, who's a great guy, he like he's one of those dudes that probably gets drunk, but you can't tell. Like he's just I respect the hell out of that guy. At the time, he was telling me to get in the shower, and I'm like, no, not going in. He's like, Tim, get in the shower. I was like, no. And he gave me that, like, dad look. He's like, Tim, get in the shower. And I was like, okay. So he threw me in the shower because, again, he's one of those dudes you wouldn't mess with, but he treats me like an angel. So I had to listen to him. That's when I started getting back. So they put me in the bed. Oh, by the way, um, I forget it. Never mind. I, that, that, it's some different story. So, sorry about that. So they throw me in the bed, and I wake up. No ha- no hangover. Back in the day, kids didn't get hangovers. Now, I have one mango white claw. I'm off for the count for like the weekend. And I had one, and I, I delayed recording this until now. So I wake up. They start telling me what happened. I'm like, all right, uh, where's my phone and wallet? And they're like, dude, uh, we took all of your clothes and threw them over the balcony because you shit yourself. And threw up all over your shirt. And I'm like, my wallet and my key to the room are in there. So I'm like, oh my God. Like, from like when I passed out to go to bed to waking up, I'm like, I don't know how many hours that was. So I like Scooby Doo run out of the room, like, and like I go down there. It's like one floor. I find the clothes, thank God. I go and like touch the, touch the pants and shorts or whatever I was wearing. Some, some probably douchebag. Like, I think I was wearing like puka necklaces at that point. Like, oh, I just kicked the shit out of him. And I reach in, get my wallet, whatever else I had. I was so pumped. I started to walk away. And I'm like, you know what? Let me go back real quick. I open it up. Absolute crime scene. Bahama mama all over my shirt. The shorts. Let me tell you. Terrible. So I run back upstairs. I don't clean it up. Because again, asshole 18 year old. Don't know who cleaned it up. So I run back upstairs. And that was the end of the story. And that was my that was my time in the Bahamas drinking for the first time. And uh, I appreciate my friends. They are uh, they took care of me. And you got to have that good core of friends that you have. And like, I still talk and hang out with people from high school, which I uh, I absolutely love. And I just I'm so glad I have a group of friends like that. And one of my buddies from college, who's actually really good friends with Caleb. That's how I got introduced to him. He goes, you kids from Quincy are like stoop kids. You're too afraid to leave the stoop because we all just still hang out together. And you know what? Don't fix what ain't broke. And I wanted to tell that story because I feel like it's one of those things where it's like a save point in a video game. You're like, you learned how to deal with humility. And I was like, oh, okay. Because like, I could have got mad. I could have got super embarrassed because what I do is I I take getting made fun of. Like I'm like honest about myself when it comes to that stuff. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wear it and that's it. I'm like, it is what it is. Like I I crap myself. Everyone was laughing. Everyone took care of me. Like a lot of people were just worried about me and that's awesome. And I guess I was with my buddy Daryl and I was like walking out of the um, room with him. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, do you think anyone remembers what happened? He's like, nah, you, you're probably good. Get out into the hallway. My friend Jackie's like, shit, bum, what's up? Ah, It's one of those things that makes me laugh and keeps me in a good mood because I, I can do that and a lot of people can't. 
I'm very like open about that type of stuff. Like I'm telling the story to probably a bunch of strangers and hopefully this made you laugh because I wanted to make episode 10 a pretty good episode. I wanted to keep it up. I've been in a good mood. I had my birthday recently. I went to the gym today. And another thing I was proud of myself today is I went to the gym and I got there and I forgot my gym bag. And old Tim, and and at the time I got a little bit mad. I was like, here we go. I'm like, I'm pissed. Because I, I don't have shorts on. I have like sweatpants. And I had my shirt to, to uh, train in. And this is for jujitsu. Because you need like real shorts without pockets or people's thumbs get stuck. Didn't have my cup either. So I'm like, oh man, I got to drive home and I'm going to miss class. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go in there, see if they're selling shorts, which they weren't. Had a couple buddies that didn't have shorts to let me borrow. And I was like, damn. It's like, am I going to have to roll naked? So uh, my coach, Joe Lozon, I was like, hey coach, can I uh, get a pair of shorts? Threw me a pair of shorts. I didn't have my cup, but my stuff was protected. No one ruined me. And I was just proud of myself because I, I at a part of me was like, you know what? Fuck this. Going home. My day's going to be ruined. I'm probably going to record the podcast so bad. And that's how I used to think. Like I would mess up with something so small and I would make it such a big thing. And I would like, ha- like not like not self-harm, but self like bring myself down. And I know I've talked about that before. And uh, I just hate doing that. And I'm so glad I didn't because I feel good today. Got home, took a nap. Had some laughs with Lindsay, just ate some buff tenders, came up here, and you know what? I did this in one shot today. I'm probably going to edit it, but my goal for this podcast alone was to record it in one felt swoop. I might have messed up, might have been tongue-tied, but I did it, and I'm so proud of myself. Oh, wait, I almost forgot. My friends, after that all happened, my friend Sarah, Caitlin, and I think Mary-Kate maybe, bought me a gift. It was a shot glass. And on the shot glass, it says, I'd like to get in your pants. And the girl goes, why? Because I shouldn't mind. What a gift. I've had this since I was 18. Since 2004, I've kept this shot glass. If you give me a gift, I will never get rid of it because I am a low-key hoarder. Hopefully, you had a great day. Hopefully, you had three things that you're grateful for. I'm going to go off the top of the dome right now. I'm grateful for... Going to the gym, my jujitsu. I'm grateful for the friends I have. And I'm grateful for this effing podcast. That's the end of the episode. Sorry if this went over a little bit. Trying to keep it at least under 25 because I might have to change the name to 22 Tim Minutes. And that doesn't sound right. Thank you to Caleb for doing that intro. Again, that's Appetizers LLC. Please go check them out. And thank you for creating the 20 Tim Minutes app. That is so cool. I can't wait for it to release. So please follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Come to my come to my house. Watch me outside. Watch me inside. I just need followers. I need the attention. I love attention. That's why I gave you the story. Because you're paying attention to me. I am your host, Tim McCarthy. This is the 20 Tim Minutes podcast that focuses on mental health, motivation, hopefully, positivity, insight, and obviously personal stories. I thank you. I love you guys. And go have yourself a great week. And hopefully I gave you a laugh or two. Sayonara.
podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.